millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Welcome, welcome everyone. My name is Sean, and today I want to talk about Jank Uger's appearance on the show Culture War, because I believe this appearance is quite illuminating on the things that can never be changed in the mind of one Jank Uger. There are moments in this interview, which by the way, overall was pleasant. One of the things that I notice about Jank is that when he goes on other people's shows, he seems to be more personable, he gets along a little bit more, it doesn't turn into a shouting match. However, there just are certain things, certain facts, that this man refuses to accept. And there's a great section of it, about a minute and a half to two minutes long, where you see this on full display, although it is sprinkled throughout the entirety of this appearance. Now, I'm not sure what the reasoning is behind this. Maybe it's because certain people on the left believe if you give ground in any regard on a specific issue, even if you're giving ground to the truth on that specific issue, you're somehow conceding to the right, becoming a puppet of the right, and all that. And maybe Jenk just isn't at that point where Anna Kasparian is, where she could acknowledge a reality that may not be favorable to her side and then argue based on that reality. So we're going to get into this segment, but before we do, this video is sponsored, so let me toss it to the sponsor, then we'll come back over here and we'll discuss it on the other side. Did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain, poor mental health, mood swings, and a loss of productivity? And trust me, I know what this is like firsthand, because late into the evening, I'm on this device right here, editing up these videos for you, and guess what? It's really difficult for me to turn my brain off in order to get a good night's sleep. Well, at least that used to be true before I got Beam Dreams wonderful hot cocoa powder with no added sugar, by the way, that helps you fall asleep quicker and stay asleep longer. Beam Dream comes in a variety of flavors. My absolute favorite right now definitely has to be the cinnamon cocoa powder. That's my go-to in the evening. One scoop in hot milk for me, but you can use hot water. Mix it up and it's absolutely delicious. However, there are other flavors that might pique your interest, like the salted caramel, or next up on my list to try, which of course is the chocolate peanut butter that I have right here. Now, if you want to try any of the wonderful flavors offered by Beam, guess what? You're in luck because their biggest sale of the year starts November 1st, where you will be able to get 50% off anything on their website. But I got news for you. If you're out there in my audience and you go to shopbeam.com slash justice warrior and enter the code cyber, you get access to the sale two days before anyone else. It's a hookup from Beam to me 
to you guys out there in the audience, and it's absolutely wonderful. Look, since I started drinking Beam, I wake up more refreshed, I have quicker reaction time, and much less stress in my life. But don't just take my word for it. A clinical study showed that 93% of the people who started drinking one of these hot cocoa powders reported better, long-lasting sleep. And again, you can get it for 50% off, biggest sale of the year. Use code CYBER to access it early at shopbeam.com slash justicewarrior. That's shopbeam.com slash justicewarrior or just scan the QR code. But I, but what you're pointing out is actually important and and I think it's actually been harmful to the left that we have not engaged as much. Um, and so uh, I think, like, for example, we'll get into it probably later as to, like, our differences. And, and there's plenty of differences for sure. And then I, I think that uh, I would cue the audience to look out, though, for the similarities so overall like i said this interview was relatively pleasant for the most part tim doesn't look to get into arguments and or shouting matches with the people that he has as guests on his show he tries to talk to them and tim is more left-wing than people like jank uger in particular give him credit for so he's more receptive to these kind of conversations than people seem to believe however there was misinformation in here there were just misunderstandings here and I wish Tim would have pressed a little bit harder on that because Jenk really doesn't have a leg to stand on in his claim that it's already adjudicated that a natural-born citizen is not a requirement to be president of the United States, despite that requirement being outlined in the Constitution. And Jenk has some weird theories about this that we got to go into. Can you be president? Uh, the yeah. argument being that you are not born in the United States— uh, your parents were not American citizens when you were born? No, they weren't, actually. I saw you said that. I appreciate that you were looking for... Uh, yeah. You were almost looking out for me, but they weren't. No, I'm just I a just want to know. Uh, I'm not a native-born uh, citizen. I'm a naturalized citizen, okay? And so uh, everybody then goes, well, duh, can't you read, man? It's in the Constitution. It says right there you have to be native-born. Yeah, that's in the original Constitution. And, and right next to it is the clause that says that black people are three-fifths of a person. Well, can't you read, man? It's in the Constitution. It's right there, man. Yeah, but there's a thing called amendments that amend the Constitution. So that part got amended out, the three-fifths part, obviously. Tons of the Constitution got amended out. And the natural-born citizen thing was amended out by the 14th Amendment. So the 14th Amendment says very, very clearly, anyone who is born or naturalized has due process and equal protection of the laws. So first and foremost, I had made the argument initially that Jank was going to use a 14th Amendment style argument in order to claim that he is eligible for a president of the United States of America. This is because most American jurisprudence actually revolves around the 14th Amendment when we're talking about constitutional jurisprudence, and this would be the go-to move. However, Jank actually had been citing Schneider v. Rusk and claiming that the Fifth Amendment amends the Constitution to get rid of the natural-born requirement to be president. And he says, now that the 14th Amendment is his argument, that because it mentions naturalized citizens and natural-born citizens, then therefore it's amending this portion of the Constitution. And if it wasn't amending that portion of the Constitution, then it would have said specifically it's not amending the presidential requirement of the Constitution. The whole point of the 14th Amendment was to take out the discrimination 
in the earlier part of the Constitution, and they didn't say like, oh, born and naturalized have equal protection of the laws, asterisks, except for those goddamn naturalized citizens, they're not allowed to be president. If they wanted to say that, they could have said that, but there is no asterisks. <laughs> they didn't say that. They said, no, naturalized citizens have all the same rights. Yeah, this is just wrong, stupid, ridiculous, and absurd. If the 14th Amendment was intended to amend the presidential requirements for the Constitution, then it would say that it was intended to amend the presidential requirements for the Constitution. Jenks' argument is completely backwards. This is like me arguing that the 14th Amendment impacts the Commerce Clause or impacts the General Welfare Clause or something similar when I can't point to any way the language of the amendment does so. So Jenk is just wrong about this, to be clear. But more importantly, the case that he cites, Schneider v. Rusk. So there's, you know, in Schneider v. Rusk, they say that uh, naturalized citizens and natural-born Americans have the same exact rights. It would be, uh, you know, wildly unconstitutional to treat naturalized citizens as, quote-unquote, second-class citizens, okay? Now, in Schneider, they mention the the presidential clause, but they don't comment on it. They don't say yes or no to it. They just note it and move on. Actually completely rules against them, which now Jenk, who didn't read that initial case, who talks about a law review article related to that case, seems to be interested in pointing out, but trying to dodge that point. So what I'm going to do is go to page three of the case that Jenk Uger himself cites to say that he's eligible for president so that you can understand what the court is operating under in terms of their assumptions when ruling on that case. Again, and you can look this up for yourself. Thank you to Nate the Lawyer for sending me this excerpt. We start with the premise that the rights of citizenship of the native-born and the naturalized person are of the same dignity and are coextensive. The only difference drawn by the Constitution is that only the natural-born, in quotes, citizen is eligible to be president, Article 2, Section 1. Now, this is incredibly important because Jenk argues, based on a law review article, that the precedent set in Schneider v. Rusk is somehow the precedent that he is going to use to make the case that he is eligible to be president of the United States. But the starting premise of that case was that except for in the specific instance of running for president, we start with that natural-born and naturalized citizens have the same rights under the Constitution. And to be clear, this case was about a woman who was born in Germany, became a naturalized American citizen, then moved back to Germany, and lost her citizenship because the United States of America had passed a law that said if you go back to your country for three or more years, then you can lose your naturalized citizenship if you go back only to your home country. So the issue had nothing to do with running for president. The issue was quite specific, and it struck down that specific law, and that has nothing to do with anything. And Jenk ends up rambling with Tim Pool talking about the qualifications of president. And honestly, this portion of the episode is pretty embarrassing because clearly and obviously they don't understand the requirements to be president of the United States. If uh, a couple uh, in China has a surrogate give birth to their son in California, who is then immediately at the age of two months brought back to China, raised completely under the CCP, and then at 35 moves to the United States and says, I'm going to run for president. I think we'd be upset with that. We'd say, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. And for someone like Patrick Bet David or you, I know people are going to say politics. They, they might not like yours. They probably like Patrick Bet David. But you would much rather have, in my opinion, either of you who 
grew up in America, American culture, and we disagree politically, it's better than someone growing up in China and having a technicality allow them to be our president. Yeah, 100%. So it's absurd to say that, that we are less American the, than the person who went and grew up in a different country. And you're not wrong. Uh, they, yeah, folks come over from China, Taiwan, and have kids in LA. That's a common phenomenon. People yeah. know that. And they do that Earth for- tourism. And so we can argue about whether that should be allowed or not allowed, but to say that we're less American than they are is absurd. It's totally absurd. So to be clear, what they're putting forward right now is a false dichotomy. They're saying that a naturalized citizen who comes here at age three or whatever is more of an American than somebody who is a natural-born citizen, but then goes back to China or wherever, lives there their whole life, and then comes back just to run for president. And yeah, you can understand why that would be the case. But the problem is the United States Constitution specifically has a 14-year residency requirement for anybody to be eligible for the presidency. It's right in that section that Jenk does not believe applies to him, where it says you have to be a natural-born citizen. So this whole argument about somebody just coming in only being in America for one day in their entire life and then becoming the president or running for president is made up and asinine, and a quick lookup of the relevant portion of the Constitution would have explained that for him. So all of these arguments that Jenk is going to try to put forward at the Supreme Court will follow after this. He has no precedent backing up what he said at all whatsoever. This Constitution has never been interpreted in the way that he has argued, and it's pretty ironclad. And at some point, I give Tim credit because he said you'll need an amendment that you need an amendment if you're trying to change the qualifications for president. Period. Point blank. That's how it works. Sad day for you, Jenk. You can't be president. FBI is mainly targeting domestic terrorists that are actually right-wing terrorists. And so, like, then again, people catch feelings because they're like, right-wing can't be terrorists. No, definitely can't be terrorists. The dude sent pipe bombs to anyone who opposed Donald Trump. That guy's a terrorist. Okay. And he happens to be a right-wing terrorist. And the FBI is saying at this point, which, the FBI, which is historically massively right wing, the idea that the FBI is some sort of left wing deep state is hilarious, not backed up by a single fact. But the, so the right wing, so the FBI is saying, hey guys, we wish it weren't the case, but most of the domestic terrorists in America now are right wingers. Because the right wing says anytime it's a white person or a right winger, they go mentally unwell. And I go, and I'm, because I'm honest, I agree, right? And so, and they'll, they'll have their, man, it's half of them will have their manifestos, like in, in Charlottesville, they had a manifesto about race wars and how black people were terrible. And that's why we incited black church and shot them up. El Paso was against Latinos. There's the synagogue shootings. So these are political. There's no question. But no one who's mentally well d- goes right. into a synagogue or a church and shoots people. But that is also true of Muslims. When it comes to the right wing, they're like, oh, yeah, that's so true when it comes to right wing. It's so true. They're just mentally unwell. They don't represent us. Muslims. Oh, it's all Muslims. It's all Muslims. They're, they're all mentally well. That's why they shot up people. They don't have any mental health problems. Their problem is that they're Muslim. Well, they're, they're, no, they're, no, no, no. That's, that's exactly bigotry. No, all those dudes have m- s- massive mental health problems as well. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about is this framing right here where Jenks says, oh, all right-wing extremists are labeled mentally unwell, but Muslims, people just say it's all Muslims and all this, which again is a stupid rudimentary way to talk about this that's completely asinine and is not actually being argued by anyone. No, it's not all Muslims when a Muslim commits a terror attack. And by the way, Jenk says it's the right-wing at large that is responsible for this. He's paring that down through his conversation with Tim Pool, but make no mistake, he has said this repeatedly. And to be clear, this is in part a mental health issue. That is true. If you think people are out to get you, they're coming for you, you can be ginned up to that point. However, 
certain ideologies and religious ideologies are more powerful than even regular political ideologies motivate people who are sane and otherwise rational to commit dramatic acts of violence. So Jenks' assessment that all the Islamic terrorists are somehow mentally ill is ridiculous and absurd. And in fact, it's quite logical to say that these religious extremists are less likely to be mentally ill than your general person with vague political beliefs, because again, the religious identity is quite stronger. If we had a string of people that were doing Christian or Catholic attacks or whatever, I would not blame that on mental illness. In fact, when Catholic Ireland was fighting against Protestant Ireland and they were doing bombings and terrorism and all that, I don't believe that was down to mental illness. However, certain situations, like what we saw in Maine, where the guy is hearing voices, or the guy who was on the plane recently who said that he was trying to wake up from a dream, those, on a case-by-case basis, might be a mental illness situation. And to be clear, I'm not saying that no Islamic terrorist has ever had a mental illness or anything like that. But what I am saying is that Jenks' hand-waving of Islamic extremism as mental illness just like right-wing extremism, is not true, it's not genuine, and it misses that point that people who are otherwise rational, if they're super religiously motivated or super politically motivated, can do horrific things, and you can't pin that down to mental illness. It's almost, they're they're all mentally well, that's why they shot up people, they don't have any mental health problems, their problem is that they're Muslim. No, 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 that's that's exactly bigotry. No, all those dudes have massive mental health problems as well, so instead of saying, hey, I hate black people, they're saying I hate the West or whatever it is. But, but this is more about Jenk defending Islam and trying to make false equivalencies between Islamic terror and other types of terror because Jenk has been raised Muslim and he feels the need to defend a part of his own identity. And in other contexts, by the way, Jenk would understand how good people do good things, bad people do bad things, but religion can make otherwise good people do bad things if they believe hard enough. Again, because you feel like you're in line with the godly purpose in order to excuse those bad things. So this is Jenk just being insanely disingenuous and whatnot, which we actually see throughout the course of this, including with his denial of the existence of Antifa. That's not terrorism, uh, Tim. But it so, is. No, it, it is on, people who are let, living let me, in terror let me for political reasons. No, no, no let, me, let me clarify. Okay, so... Firebombing the White House is not terror. So, no, firebombing, of course, is. They did. But, that, but that's, it, Tim, that is enormously rare on the left. So you can always go back to, hey, the guy who shot Steve Scalise. Hey, we found it one time, okay? Um, so, but it, what you're talking about is cultural domination, and is that true in Berkeley that the left dominates in a way that is oppressive to the right? Like they, if it's you're, not the right. I'm talking about no, uh, no. I get it. Asian and the, salon owners. No, no. I know, and 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 to the middle as well, right? Yes. But is it also true that you'll get the same kind of cultural do- uh, domination in the middle of Alabama? So if you if you're in the middle of Alabama and you put up a Trump sucks sign. You are going to have massive problems. You will not get someone coming to your house and threatening to kill you. You're like you nuts. Do. Yes, you will. Whoever they are. I, I don't really like the Antifa thing. You guys hyped up so much and then it, they never arrived. Right? What do you mean? They did. They like just, there was barely any Antifa. Meanwhile, there's like right wing militias everywhere. Well, right. There's like two Antifa dudes in Portland. So right here, Tim talks about the fact that the left was incredibly violent to Trump supporters. This kind of goes without saying a lot of people talk about Antifa and the left during the Black Lives Matter rights. But since 
2015, if you were at a Trump rally, the chances that you'd be attacked in San Jose or in other major rallies by left-wing agitators was absolutely off the charts. But to be clear, Cenk denies the existence of Antifa in Portland, saying that only two Antifa ever showed up in Portland, which is asinine on its face, ridiculous in every possible way, because Antifa was a major component in the Black Lives Matter riots throughout the whole year of 2020, post the death of George Floyd. In fact, in Portland, they declared a state of emergency or riot for a 100 straight days at one point in time post the Black Lives Matter riots. This was not down to two people. On top of that, Cenk Uger actually defended on his show, and so did Anna, by the way, and they should probably retract this, Michael Forrest Reinhold claiming that he had just as good a self-defense claim as Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse defenders say, well, you know, he was hit with a skateboard after he shot someone else in the head, so he had every right to kill the guy who was trying to uh, apprehend him or stop him from killing anyone else. Self-defense, self-defense, right? Um, Well, in this case, apparently there was definitely a knife. uh, And so that's much worse than a skateboard. So definitely self-defense. So all right-wingers agree, right? Self-defense, because you just said it about Rittenhouse. And in this case, it appears to be a a more significant case of self-defense. So you're all on Reinhold's side, right? Oh, you're not. That's so weird. See, I'm consistent on it. Both of them should not, both the right winger and the left winger should not have gone with weapons, and they should not have used those weapons. Uh, and But the right wing will say, oh, when the right wing does it, at the slightest provocation, or after, after Rittenhouse shoots someone in the head, and someone chases him down, ah, he's being chased down after shooting someone in the head, self-defense, not guilty. The other guy, oh, there's a knife and he might have killed someone? No, not self-defense. Why? I don't know, he's left wing. And this was despite the fact that Michael Forrest Reinhold was on video, crouching and hiding in a parking lot, came out and then shot Aaron J. Danielson in the chest without provocation. He crossed the street in order to kill him and then went to Vice and lied and said Danielson had a knife on him. And this is incredibly crucial because Danielson was pictured and it was reported by the left-wing media from the same day with a knife and a paintball gun on him. However, he had actually gone home at that point in time, dropped off the knife, dropped off the paintball gun. So what we found out was that Ryan Hall was using information from the media in order to justify his violence. And what makes this even crazier is that Aaron J. Danielson was carrying a firearm. It was actually still holstered on his dead body. So he never pulled it out, even though he could have made a deadly threat with that gun, which just proves, because they weren't talking about a gun or anything like that, they were talking about the knife from earlier, that Michael Forrest Reinhold committed a premeditated act of murder, and TYT, by the way, never apologized for this, never retracted it, reported it as if it was an equivalent instance of self-defense, or potentially equivalent instance of self-defense, as Kyle Rittenhouse, who again, on video, the exact opposite was happening, Rittenhouse was chased. Rosenbaum lunged for his gun, all on video, but they pretended like these things were equal, and Jenk called the right-wing hypocrites, so that must be one of the two Antifa that Jenk thinks existed in the city of Portland. Yeah, no, no, are you, there's huge parts of this country that if you say Trump sucks, they will physically assault you. I mean, look, I was, forget the middle of the country, I was, when I ran for Congress, we did a panel uh, up in uh, Palmdale, which is in, you know, outer parts of L.A. Uh, but there's like like 
far right militia types up there as well, right? Even though it's mainly Democratic. And so some bunch of like massive right wingers came to our panel and I said one thing against Trump and they nearly assaulted me. They're like, how you can't say that about our president, right? So right here, what Jenk is doing is A, playing a false equivalency and B, playing the victim. He says the right wing will attack you in certain parts of the country if you have a pro-Biden sign or an anti-Trump sign. When we have way more instances of people in MAGA hats being attacked, we have way more instances of Trump supporters being attacked. Jenk is going to hand wave the Covington Catholic case, pretending like his network didn't jump on board with the smearing of that 16-year-old, even though the Native American American provoked the encounter he got in his face and all the 16 year old did was stand quietly but he was white and he had what looked like a smirk on his face therefore he was guilty that's how tyt reported it let's be clear they even actually dug up a clip millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as cbd this new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body if you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment please visit www.naturalhempoil.com that's www.naturalhempoil.com cbd is now legal in over 40 states and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com
violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Of different kids in the area saying something in a different instance to a woman that was passing by in order to justify what happened to that kid. Jank calls him a baby in this show, by the way. Remember the Covington Catholic kids? It, remind the me. kid on the steps of the Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they, then they knew when he caught the feelings and sued everybody and, and cried like a baby. And yeah. how many people accused that kid of wrongdoing when it turns out he was actually confronted by uh, Nathan Phillips and not yeah. the other way around? We never made that mistake. And uh, and and if you get something wrong, you just say it. Now, I actually have the clip of the event that Jenk is talking about that he says was him nearly getting assaulted by Trump supporters. And I'm going to play it for you because what you'll find out is that this is just constituents in the district. One of them is yelling at Jenk, and at no point in time was there actually a threat of assault of any kind. I'm not a run-of-the-mill Democrat. Uh, I'm very aggressive. I believe in counter-striking. So when they say Muslim ban, I say Trump white ban. Okay, so I have many immigrant wives. By the way, Melania has broken the law in how she came here. Muslims didn't break the law in how they came here. Uh, Muslims are law-abiding citizens and Americans just like anyone else. Trying to ban them is pure bigotry. And if the Republican Party agrees with Donald Trump, and they almost always do 100% the politicians, then call them what they are. You are bigots. And by the way, if you vote with them, you're a liar. You're a liar. Okay, no, you're a bigot. You're a liar. You're a bigot if you're You're a liar. You see this? You counter-strike. You're a liar. You tolerate bigotry in this country. Muslims are 100% American. When I ran for Congress, we did a panel uh, up in uh, Palmdale, which is in, you know, outer parts of L.A., uh, but there's like like far right militia types up there as well, right? Even though it's mainly Democratic, and so it's a bunch of like massive right wingers came to our panel, and I said one thing against Trump, and they nearly assaulted me. The don't degrade my president or his wife. Well, I'll send okay, it for you. I will. And when I get, do not do that. His ass. Do not do that. You're still a liar. The crowd can ask questions after we go through these series. You tell him. This is a forum where we are debating the issues. And if I don't agree with Trump, I am an American and I will say that. And you will stand down. And I will say what I want to say now. Yes, I do. Now you might be thinking to yourself, there is no possible way that what Jenk Uger just described, which was right-wing militias coming to his event in Palmdale and assaulting him is the same exact circumstance as captured on this video, which is an old man yelling at him. But remember, he said in Palmdale, California, these right-wing militia got mad at him because he was insulting the president. Well, this is that care event. This is one Jenk was running for president, also noted in the description, and it's in Palmdale, California. So Jenk thinks the harassment hatred and bigotry thrown at the Covington Catholic kids, the threats of death are 
cry-worthy, but this is totally an assault, and he was in mortal danger, and oh my god, they all just went after him so hard, and he almost died right here. Now, a lot of people you'll see making videos about this will gloss over this. They won't actually compare the harassment death threats. By the way, people called in a bomb threat to the Covington Catholic School. They called culinary schools around the country because they found out that Nicholas Sandman, the 16-year-old who was confronted by a Native American banging a drum in front of his face, wanted to be a chef, telling them not to accept him because he was an evil white racist, all based on this face, and Jenk says that's perfectly fine. In fact, the 16-year-old is a little baby. Remember the Covington Catholic kids? Remind The me. kid on the steps of the Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then they, they knew when he caught the feelings and sued everybody and, and cried like a baby. And how many? He's crying because the mainstream media doxed his school, smeared him as a racist, all without evidence, by the way, lied about him, and people were sending death threats to him. That's no big deal because you know what? He's white and he was wearing the MAGA hat. But Jenk gets yelled at by an old man. Well, they need to respect our president. Respect our president. That is the bottom line. In a district that he's running for, based on something that he said, in something that's disruptive but comparatively innocuous, and that's Jenk Uger almost being assaulted. When I ran for Congress, we did a panel uh, up in uh, Palmdale, which is in you know outer parts of L.A., uh, but there's like like far right militia types up there as well, right? Even though it's mainly Democratic, and so it's a bunch of like massive right wingers came to our panel, and I-, I said one thing against Trump, and they nearly assaulted me. That's Jank Uger being the victim, uh, big man Jank Uger, who says that Kyle Rittenhouse should have taken the beating because a skateboard has never hurt anybody when it was bashed over their head all of a sudden goes full coward mode, goes full victim, goes full weasel when an old guy older than him says, don't say that about my president and his wife. So that goofy scenario that Jank experienced, where he called the police, by the way. That's a lie. You made a statement about our president. Okay, and I rebuttal what you said. I have the right right to express my opinion, whether you like it or not. You are expressing your opinion. That that was a serious threat. That was the right wing being dangerous. People actually threatening the life of a 16-year-old based on nothing, based on a lie, based on a lie that was pushed in part by Cenk Uger of the Young Turks. Well, that kid's being a baby. What the hell is wrong with him? I'm not going to get... matter, right? Absolutely. So when it comes to the case like Ahmed Arbery or many of these others or uh, um, Brianna Taylor... I'm not going to start making declarative statements about the personal opinions of people I've never met and don't know anything about. I'm going to try and understand what the argument from the prosecution was. And guess what? The prosecution did not dispute that Ahmed Arbery was a suspect in the felony burglaries. The prosecution argued. That I they, don't care. And, well, that's the point. No, I, and, I, I but care. Tim, about and I'll tell you why I don't care. So it's not just like uh, I, I'm being flippant, right? It's because every time a black man is killed by either authorities or vigilantes, in like in the Ahmed Arbery case, what uh, right-wingers do is, did you know that back in seventh grade, he was once tardy? And I, we heard that in eighth grade, he was smoking marijuana. He was evil and had it coming. Did but you I'm know George Floyd might have stolen 20 whole dollars? 
oh my god, these black people, they're so evil. Did you did you know that Trayvon Martin uh, it was it was but caught not, in school, gonna... maybe smoking pot, and that's why Zimmerman had to murder him in cold blood. That, he had it coming. He had it coming. Now this is probably the thing that's going to get the most attention, and we're going to try to go through these cases really quickly so that we could talk about that. I don't, so, I don't, I don't disagree. Um, my so, my point more so is, uh, are you familiar with the circumstances before George Floyd's death? Like what led to him being apprehended in the first place? I think he had like a fake twenty dollar bill for which he was apparently. Th- then you you shouldn't murder people over. But he $20. was behind the wheel of a car chewing on a speedball, which which is methamphetamine and fentanyl. Okay, but Tim, what effing difference does it make? So in this particular incidence, Tim Pool brings up the issues with George Floyd. Now, if you are unaware, and this is something that we covered on this channel before, George Floyd had a weak diagnosis, and this was noted in the coroner's report in terms of cause of death. In fact, they attributed it to complicating factors from police restraint, even though in that same report, it said no damage or lethal damage from the neck or from this surrounding area that would be indicative of that. Now, if you're jank, what you can say, and by the way, Floyd had a lethal amount of fentanyl in his system, that is also incredibly crucial, is that, okay, sure, that is true, it may have been a weak diagnosis, but the thing is, the reason why you don't restrain people in that way is because people tend to have heart conditions, which Floyd also had, they could have conditions like COVID, which, by the way, Floyd also had, and the neck restraint, and by the way, this is the reason why it's banned from the NYPD for the whole police force since 1993, can work fine on a normal healthy person but the reason it shouldn't be implemented is because of people with these various conditions that could react poorly therefore he does think that chauvin who didn't show a lot of duty of care for george floyd is still guilty that's the case that he could make and the reason why i say that's the case that he could make is because that was essentially the case that was made at trial but jank doesn't acknowledge any of that. Jank thinks that George Floyd was an innocent angel. He didn't do anything wrong. He wants to minimize the fact that this was a weak cause of death, that there could have been an argument made for reasonable doubt, and he claims Chauvin is a racist, despite the fact that Keith Ellison's attorney general's office doesn't even make that claim, and Chauvin wasn't even charged with a hate crime. This had nothing to do with anything. He was resisting arrest. Maybe the restraint, which, by the way, he was convicted, so you could say he was convicted of a restraint that that ended up killing him, and that's the case you got to put forward. Now, there is a lawsuit from district attorneys in the office in Hennepin County where they allege in that lawsuit that there were communications with the coroner who said that the evidence doesn't match the state's desired cause of death, and maybe this will be adjudicated on appeal going forward. But right now, that's the argument that you would make if you're Jank Uger, but he can't make that. Instead, he has to minimize, pretend that people were smearing George Floyd for no reason, and all this other nonsense, which really goes to show that Jank is afraid, just like he was afraid of that old man, of the facts of the case. Now, the next particular case that Jank brings up and he goes into a back and forth with Tim Pool is the Ahmaud Arbery case. Tim, you're purposely picking the worst case to talk about because it gets a, like my honest talk, opinion. About- sorry, but it's because you know that it's going to get more attention if you say it in the context of George Floyd. Let's talk about Ahmed Arbery. Okay. I mean, these are the high profile stories. That Ahmed we- Arbery, the guy who got shot uh, j- jogging in the neighborhood. Is- I, I think jogging is a, is a representation of your misinformation or your, your, your ignorance Ugh. of the issue. Tim, are you see, gonna, this are is you why ch- people think you're a radical right winger. That's man. fine, but if you don't know, why would you make the argument? 
So what do you mean? I don't know. I know the case. The guy, they, the two redneck racist sons of bitches who murdered him said that he was in uh, the, the house that was being built, which, by the way, apparently tons of people had come by to see, hey, how's the construction going? Right. right? So do they know that he was one of the how's the construction going? Well, they don't know but anything because he wrong. didn't steal anything. But okay? you're, you're wrong. So, but they see a black guy at a construction but, but site. Jen, you're and they're wrong. like, let's chase that son of a bitch down and shoot him. I don't care what people think of me if I'm following the facts to try and figure out what happened and try and solve the problem. But you have already shown you don't know the case. Yeah, yeah, that's total horse crap. Go ahead, defend the racist guys who murdered him. Go well, ahead. How about I just describe what happened? Okay, yeah, go ahead. So a few weeks before the incident, a gun is stolen. Poli- so, but not by that guy. But hey, the racist thought it must how be about, the black guy. How about the police then show a picture of him to various people in the neighborhood saying, this is our suspect of the burglaries that have been happening over the past several weeks. Except it wasn't, right? No, I, I, I'm at Arbery. Didn't I'm at Arbery was wrong. the suspect. Now, I will invite any of you, and I mean absolutely any of you, to go watch my original video on Ahmaud Arbery that came out something like three days after the footage of his killing dropped, and go look at what I state in that video with very limited information, with information that had not come out yet, and compare that to Jenks' account of events today. See how much more accurate I was, not only in the fact that Arbery was very likely, and by the way, was confirmed to be the guy that they suspected of breaking into places in that particular area, something that Jenk omits as he's trying to paint a racism narrative. But even despite that fact, they would still be convicted on felony murder, and I lay out in excruciating detail why. By the way, in that video, I actually go out of my way to debunk the idea that Arbery lived 20 miles away, which was a myth promulgated by people on the right at the time who just Googled the town that Arbery lived in and pretended the geographic center of that town, which is what shows up when you google the town was arbery's residence i actually looked up his residence for the purpose of that video and completely debunked that but i explain in great detail what the charges were going to be and why and this is based on the fact that i knew it was highly likely that arbery was the specific guy that was breaking into the places nearby I don't, I never saw that. And that's, that's my point. You okay. Didn't. Okay. So I don't, be, A, I don't believe you. B, you I never to. saw it. Uh, C, uh, there's, uh, but you see the problem. Of, no, no. The, the you didn't prob- follow the case. Okay. I'm okay. not making a moral So wait, 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 Tim. So let's say, let's take your bullshit facts, uh, so-called facts. Let's accept them as true. Okay. Uh-huh. So they show me a picture. Please come by my house and show me a picture of a black guy. And they say, this might be a suspect in a robbery. Yep. If I see him, I'm not going to chase him down with a gun because that means that I there's agree. a high chance that we're going to get into a conflict. And someone's going to die. Why? That's a lunatic thing to do. Why did the guy and I, and then The second thing I'm not going to do is look at any black guy in the neighborhood and go, I bet that's him, man. Let's but go I, grab our shotguns. But I but I don't disagree. This is either Jenk lying deliberately or more accurately, him being immune to any new information, any facts about the case, because he didn't care about the facts of the case. He got his man bites dog story. He got white people killing black people, his double unicorn, because interracial murders are quite rare, but black on white interracial murders are about 17 times more likely so this is the double unicorn because it happened this other way around but why are you like going out of your way to defend the most racist murderers in america it then then you shouldn't be, wonder why people think you're an extreme right winger tim i'm well, keeping it real with you i don't know who these guys are i don't know anything about you don't them. think that they're racist when they sh- just chase down a, a black guy in the neighborhood and pull a shotgun on him you see this he's is- not even armed and then they murder him in cold blood and you don't think that's racist you see at- what is your line for racism then so anything after that point 
he doesn't care, does not compute, doesn't matter. The fact that this guy happened to be black must mean that by extension, he was targeted specifically for being black. Does it matter that it wasn't about him being a random black guy? He was actually the guy in the surveillance videos and in the surveillance photos that were shown to people in the neighborhood that they believed was breaking into the place? No, that doesn't matter at all. Jank wants to declare racism, so he's going to go with the racism narrative, even though it's not supported by the facts because Arbery wasn't targeted for being a black guy. Arbery was targeted for being the specific person that they were trying to pursue. Okay, uh, if there's a suspect in a crime and the police say, this is who we think he is, then you believe this man may have actually stolen the gun out of my truck. He may be armed. The police told the McMichaels not to pursue. You they have should made not have. eight logical jumps there. Like what? Like what? There was a guy who was in the neighborhood. The cops showed me a black guy's picture. Then maybe he took something out of my car. Now I'm like way out. Whoa, maybe whoa, hold land. on, you're making a mistake. And I'm then not, oh, I'm here not... comes a black guy in the neighborhood. Maybe he was the guy, but maybe in my truck, and maybe maybe let's go chase him down with a shotgun. I didn't say they Did were I right to do it. Did I chase down anybody else in the neighborhood with a I shotgun? Were... Oh look, there's a black guy. Let's go chase him down. I didn't say they were right to do it. Okay. All right. Then why are you bothering defending them? I don't get it. You've taken unless this- you're trying to get attention of all the right wingers who go, oh, that wasn't this- so bad, was it? Is- so not only is Jenk incredibly wrong, but he's incredibly stupid. And I'm embarrassed that I'm actually on the same side in terms of, I think the charges fit. And I actually agree with the conviction, at least of the McMichaels in this instance, because they did kill him as a result of a felony that they were committing. Therefore, it's felony murder. Now, as for the guy who was filming, even though he did participate, and by the way, Tim was wrong about this, in the initial attempt to trap Arbery earlier on, I don't agree that at this point in time, he is culpable in Arbery's death when he's 200 plus feet away recording. Now, you could technically charge him because they did. And convict him of felony murder, but the idea that you try to participate in a stop of somebody, which you have no indication will result in a deadly force situation, and then later on, you're switching to a passive filming role, but that somehow has the power of continuation to make you on the hook for the murder, I think is a misapplication of the felony murder statute, and the idea that he would get life in prison without the possibility of parole for filming it, to me, is insanity in the highest regard. It's, but it's that in the Ahmed Arbery case and the George Floyd case, you're taking the most extreme cases with the most clear racism, with the most clear murders, and you're trying to nuance it. And, and what I'm telling you, Tim, and what has made me uncomfortable in the past about you, which is what I was trying to get past, is that that extru- a, attracts a huge right wing audience because they want somebody to excuse the death care. of Ahmed Arbery and George Floyd. And when you seem to excuse it with your nuance, then they go, yes, I don't care. What finally, somebody's sticking up for white people killing black people. Now, Jenk hand waves in that case because he doesn't care at all. The white people got convicted in this case, and that was Jenk's goal. And he just wants to label it racist, regardless of the fact. Regardless of the fact that if Jenk was actually aware of what went down in this case, you have a very sound legal argument for the felony murder convictions, because even if Arbery was committing a crime, which, by the way, he likely was, this is something that he did throughout his history. He used jogging as a cover to steal things. He was the person on the surveillance videos and in the photos that was accused of stealing things in the past. 
that actually still doesn't justify the way that they went after him under Georgia law, which is why they were charged in the way that they were charged. Oh, my God. These black people, they're so evil. Did you did you know that Trayvon Martin, uh, it was it was caught in school, maybe smoking pot. And that's why Zimmerman had to murder him in cold blood. He had it coming. He had it coming. Again, this is why Jenk should never be near the levers of power. How long did Jenk cover the George Zimmerman case and the Trayvon Martin case? He covered it since it started way back when and he's still lying about what people were arguing in that case the reason that george zimmerman was able to claim self-defense is because he had blood all over the back of the head which was indicative of a fight that he got into with trayvon martin but to be clear jenks propaganda around that case does not stop there you'll notice by the way whenever trayvon martin is talked about they'll show a photo that looks something like this which by the way was trayvon when he was 13 he's actually 17 and the original zimmerman photo was one like this which was also a really old photo because this makes zimmerman look bigger however if you look at them at the time what you'll find is that the taller trayvon martin who is 17 years old was bigger than george zimmerman who was ultra thin at the time of this event actually occurring so this is a case that's actually a perfect example of propaganda from the media and by the way there was that famous abc phone call where they actually edited out the dispatcher asking George Zimmerman for a description, pretending that George Zimmerman brought up Trayvon's race on his own in order to push this racism narrative. And there's no conversation about this being pushed by Cenk Uger of the Young Turks as well, by the way, because that's not something that they're interested in talking about. Those frauds to trick Americans, like the photos and Cenk lying about this case right there, he has no interest in that because, again, George Zimmerman, who's vaguely white he's actually half peruvian is another example that jank can point to in order to say oh my god white people bad minorities the victim now to be clear George Zimmerman's case exists in rather a gray area, and I'm not somebody who's ever been a supporter of Zimmerman, because even though you can make the case for self-defense, he was specifically told not to follow Trayvon Martin, and we don't know how the altercation originally started, and it looked like a fistfight, even though he did say, and there was evidence to show, that he was banging his head against the concrete, so it may have gotten out of hand, so shooting a 17-year-old in those circumstances when you end up provoking the instance has has always rubbed me the wrong way along with other things like George Zimmerman signing bags of Skittles that just don't make him out to be such a good guy but that being said the case exists in a gray area and you can make a very reasonable case for self-defense based on the way that Trayvon acted that night which is supported by the forensic evidence but Jenk doesn't want to acknowledge any of that he wants to say oh Trayvon smoked marijuana some point in his life and that's why people said he was guilty look at his 12 year old photo does this 12 year old baby look any less innocent than any other 12 year old so yeah even though these were the few moments that got heated or contested between Jenk and Tim Pool and they didn't devolve into a shouting match that doesn't mean that Jenk Uger did good in his appearance on this show in fact he lied consistently. He showed his complete and lack of curiosity and awareness of the cases that he's talked about. And considering the way that he still lies or still is wrong about basic facts that anybody could look up in the Rittenhouse case, we should not be surprised that he gets all of these wrong. This is an absolute embarrassment to me. And the crazy thing is, is that for Floyd, you could acknowledge the actual facts of the case and still come to the conclusion that Chauvin acted inappropriately. For Ahmaud Arbery, I actually think even with the acknowledgement that Arbery was entering that 
place, since Georgia law is structured the way that it's structured, there was no justification to chase him down, and the altercation was a result of the McMichael's actions, therefore their self-defense claim is null and void. And by the way, I think that's the strongest case out of all of them, and the Trayvon Martin case is similar to the Floyd case. You could make a good faith argument that acknowledges the reality, that acknowledges the media manipulation, the editing of the phone call, the showing the 12-year-old photo of Trayvon Martin, and all that, and still make the case that you believe Zimmerman's in the wrong, and I won't hate you for it. But the thing is, Jenk can't do that. He can't tell the truth. He can't make himself aware of the case. He thinks if you give ground to the truth, you're siding with the racists, because Jenk is afraid that all of these cases are far less rock-solid than he actually believes. And that's really the most embarrassing and pathetic part about this whole interview. Jenk's complete and other cowardice. All of this bluster, all of this force, all of this anger, and Tim, mildly questioning him, sends him into a rage, and it's embarrassing. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you liked the video, show them by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on my social media. Support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me correcting Jenks BS. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com, that's www.trimwithus.com, to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com, or now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass 
glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.